This is Jack Scallions. Would you join me for just a few moments from my heart to yours? I recall seeing a humorous skit on a country music program years ago called Hee Haw. Several young ladies were washing clothes on an old-fashioned rub board, and they were singing about gossip. The punchline was, you can never hear me repeating gossip, so you better listen close the first time. I always laughed at their humor, but after pastoring for over 50 years, I came to realize that gossip is a harmful practice in individual lives and in the corporate life of the church. C.H. Spurgeon addressed the topic in an article entitled On Religious Grumblers. It's a dreadful thing, he wrote, to see a happy family of Christians broken up by talkative fault finders and all about nothing or less than nothing. Small is the edge of the wedge, but when the devil handles the sledge, churches are soon split to pieces and men wonder why. The fact is the worst wheel of the cart creaks the most and one fool makes many, and thus many a congregation is set at odds. Those who are at the bottom of the mischief have generally no part or lot in the matter of true godliness, but like sparrows, fight over corn which is not their corn, and pull to pieces what they never help to build. Moses had the awesome task of directing the nation of Israel from captivity in Egypt to the promised land. All along the way, the scripture records the people murmuring and complaining. Would you keep in mind the deliverance of the children of Israel from the brick kilns and hard labor in Egypt, daily provision provided, the presence and protection of God, and it makes you wonder what they had to complain about. Yet they murmured. Everyone lost something. Some lost their lives, and ultimately the nation was forced to wander for 40 years in the wilderness in aimless circles when they could have enjoyed the grapes of Eskol. A negative critical spirit is like a cancer that has the ability to metastasize in the body. I've watched individuals and families and churches implode due to the poisoned tongue of a few. Many years ago, I received a letter from a dedicated career missionaries who, missionary who was serving in a pagan country. He was asking me to help his family. He explained that members in a church in the States had been corresponding with his family, relaying problems and personal vendettas against the church leadership and programs. That thoughtless gossip had impacted his family and ministry, although they were many thousands of miles away. Dr. Lee Robertson was the pastor of the famed Highland Park Baptist Church of Chattanooga, Tennessee, for 40 years and six months. Doubtless he was familiar with this issue. He once stated to a group of us young preachers, it takes no size to criticize. I searched diligently to no avail for the author and history of this poem, The Way of a Lie, although I can give you neither. I do imagine it was written by a dear saint whose wounds were caused by a thoughtless gossip. First someone told it, and then the room wouldn't hold it. So the busy tongues rolled it till they got it outside. Then the crowd came across it and never once lost it, but tossed it and tossed it till it grew long and wide. This lie brought forth others, both sisters and brothers and fathers and mothers, a terrible crew. And while headlong they hurried, the people they flurried and troubled and worried as lies always do. And so evil bodies, 
This monster lay goaded till at last it exploded in smoke and in shame. Then from the mud and the mire the pieces flew higher, and hit by the lyre they killed a good name. When the people complained it displeased the Lord. It always does. The Apostle Paul never complained or murmured, though he certainly must have been tempted to do so. Instead, he testified that I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. Gossip and complaining is costly. God's word's clear. Do all things without murmuring and disputing. We are never to allow our ears to be garbage cans for trash talk. Solomon is declared to be the wisest of men. In his Proverbs, he writes that a talebearer reveals secrets, and his words are as wounds that are deep. Believers are warned not to meddle with the gospel. Do not put wood on their fire, or keep the coals burning. Across the back fence chatter, idle talk around the water cooler, or pretend prayer requests often light the fuse that leads to destruction. There are six things that God expressly states that he hates in the book of Proverbs chapter 6. Two of the six relate to a false witness and the person who sows discord among brethren. Paul warned Timothy that there would be idlers and busybodies going from house to house as gossips. I believe it is true that along with pride, gossip is the most widely tolerated and most destructive sin in the church today. More times than I can count, I have met people who were not in church, nursing grievances, and longing to encounter someone with whom they can share how they were wrongfully treated. We work hard as believers to get the good news into the lives of others. The gospel needs to be spread to every creature. Often it seems our efforts to get out the good news travels at a snail pace while bad news sprouts wings and moves like lightning. Every day we record a book that's placed in heaven's library and by which we will be judged. The God that spoke our vast inner universe into existence keeps accurate records. The scriptural admonition is that we will give an account of every idle word. An aged pastor once told me, you can have but one thought at a time. Make it a good one. Words, words, and more words. We're being drowned in words daily. As a man with a few years on my ears, I crave and appreciate succinct, positive communication. As a boy, I can recall my mom saying, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. Did not take long for me to realize that saying was not altogether true. Words can and do hurt. Growing up, on our country farm in West Tennessee, our phone line was an eight-party line system. I can still remember the black rotary dial phone on the living room table. To pick up the phone to make a call would cause you to listen in on a neighbor's conversation. The joke at our house was the knowledge that one of our neighbors wrote articles for our community paper that addressed what was happening in our community. She made it a practice to listen to calls and use the information often distorted for her column. When hanging up our phone, we would say goodbye to her, knowing full well that she was there. She was known by all as the community gossip. It is so sad when this practice results in hurts to others and to those in the church. Yes, words are powerful. The Bible says a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold, in pictures of silver. I want to thank you, my friend, for listening to me for just a few moments from my heart to yours.